Welcome to the Living the Abundant Life podcast with Rob and Sarah Betts. Living the Abundant Life is a weekly podcast designed to help others learn to live in abundance. And now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Living the Abundant Life with Rob and Sarah. Uh, So glad you're joining us this week. Got some exciting things to talk to you about, something that I really feel like will be helpful. Uh, Just some things that we've been looking at, Mm -hmm. some things that over the years we've seen how uh, putting these things into practice can help someone to strengthen and establish themselves on what they believe from the Word of God. Absolutely. So if you would, pray for us and we'll get right right into the Word. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word. We thank you that it's light unto our path, Lord. We thank you that it illuminates the path before us. And Lord, we want to walk in your ways. We want to walk in your word. We want to know you deeper and fuller and more clearly, Lord. Uh, So we thank you today, Lord, that you just reveal your word to us in a mighty way so that we can walk in that truth, walk in that fullness uh, that you desire for us too, Lord. And we just pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, we're so glad that you're here with us today. Grab your Bible. Take some notes. Um, You can always go back and listen to some other podcast too. We've been doing this for several weeks now, and so there's lots of helpful different topics. Maybe if you have a certain topic that you're looking into, um, there's lots of different topics that we've gone over. Yeah, we've talked about lots of foundational things, Mm -hmm. and you can either watch or uh, listen. Uh, We're on most platforms for audio Mm -hmm. and on video. uh, We're on Rumble now. Yes. We are on Facebook, Mm -hmm. and we are also on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Today, I I want us to begin, we're going to look in Proverbs Uh, chapter 4, and we're going to be talking about the importance of placing great value Mm -hmm. on this relationship we have with God Mm -hmm. and what that means for us. You know, the Bible tells us uh, that we have been bought with a price. We're going to look at that scripture today, but that means that we're no longer our own, and we should do things the way that God would have us to do them. Right. And I, I think oftentimes, uh, even though our spirit is reborn, we've been born again, we have the same flesh nature to contend with. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ever had anger issues before you got saved, immediately the tests that come to you will be in the area of trying to get you angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uh, Whatever that, you know, if you talked about people, well, there's going to be opportunities for you to talk negatively about people. The enemy will try to get you to fall into the trap or the traps that you always fell into Mm -hmm. before based on your flesh because your spirit is reborn. But you've got the same flesh that you always had. Mm -hmm. And then our souls, you know, the Apostle Paul told us in Romans that we're to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Our our soul or our emotions, Mm -hmm. those things, uh, we have to do something to renew those. So looking in Proverbs 4 today, beginning with verse 20, it says this. It says, "My, My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are, and the the implied there is his words, for my words, they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Mm -hmm. That Hebrew word there uh, in the margin of my Bible says medicine. Literally, the word of God 
is medicine to right. our flesh. Then it says, verse 23, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Mm -hmm. Put away from thee a froward mouth and perverse lips put far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Mm -hmm. It's interesting how the, the wording in this, in this chapter, in this passage, is all about putting us in the driver's seat of what we're allowing to occur. Mm -hmm. He says, attend to my words, meaning you attend to my words. He says, incline, you incline your ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from you. Don't let them depart from your eyes. You keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart, you, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Then he says, put away from you a froward mouth. Let thine eyes look right. Ponder the path. Uh, turn not to the right or to mm -hmm. the left. None of those things is God going to do for us. Right. You know, God gave us his word, and he gave us Jesus. And so, you know, there's <laughs> he, he's given us all the tools that we need right here uh, to succeed in this life, but there's some things that we have to do, and I know there's there's many things that um, you know I hear people say uh, sometimes when they they might say something like, well, you know, it'll just just work out if it's supposed to work out, or you know, just kind of whatever happens happens, and that must be the will of God for my life. But all throughout the Word, there are things for us to do. That's why it's called being a doer of the word right. so you are a doer of the word you know if you have other books can't really be a doer you know unless you you know maybe if it's a how-to book or something like that then yeah you do have to put those things into practice just like the word of god and so he's saying in in uh, the amplified it says my son pay attention to my words. So, you know, it's important that you know whenever we're trying to tell somebody something that's so important we want them to pay attention, and it says, be willing to learn. So we can pay attention, but eh, we don't really put value on the word. Well, and uh, I think more, more of an issue for people than anything else, I think, is this understanding that God is not going to automatically do the things that we find in His Word for us. Mm -hmm. uh, the provision has been made, mm -hmm, right. but it's a decision that we make to put those things into practice. Uh, just the same as any gift that we receive from God. The gift of salvation, uh, we didn't just receive it without doing something. Mm -hmm. We believed, yeah. and then we spoke, the Scripture right. says. We had to confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God's raised Him from mm -hmm. the dead. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, the Scripture says, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It requires us accepting that gift in order to receive it. Well, anything else that we get from God, we have a part mm -hmm. to play. Right, absolutely. And as long as we, sometimes people will uh, put it in part, if you will, uh, with regard to the things of God, where you can't even spin their wheels. But as bad as putting it in part, I think, is putting your life in neutral and just 
letting it roll and whatever will happen mm-hmm. will happen because we live in a fallen world. We have an adversary, the Bible tells us. It says in John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and Jesus came that we would have life and have it more abundantly. Meaning what then? There's an opportunity to have abundant life through Christ, mm-hmm. but there's a thief that will work hard to try to keep us from having that abundant life that Jesus came to give us. Right. And so we have to do something uh, to get engaged with that plan mm-hmm. that God has for us. And that's what he's saying here. Right. We keep our heart. Right. Uh, we don't let our eyes. Uh, had the Lord, uh, in a time of study just recently, uh, just showing me some things with regard to understanding uh, these eyes that we have and these ears that we have and this mouth that we have, that he provided those for us and he gave us the opportunity to control what they look at, what they listen to, and what they say. Mm-hmm. And that's really going to determine the direction of your life. You know, um, we've made a practice to really you know, keep guard over our hearts regarding what we listen to and what we watch. Um, And we raised our children to do that too. And so I I know growing up, sometimes they'd come to us if if maybe they spent the night at somebody else's house or maybe they kind of snuck and watched something that, and they would come to us and say, oh, I, I shouldn't have watched that. You know, because in your heart, you start to feel, oh, I shouldn't be watching that. Oh, I shouldn't be listening to that. But what happens is you can ignore that. Right. And then you're overriding that day after day after day. And pretty soon you aren't guided by that, you know, inside right. anymore. And it, this is certainly not to condemn anyone. But to, to give you an example, um, things like watching movies that are scary, that are mm-hmm. meant, they're designed to make you fear. Right. Well, if you are constantly watching those, and as a matter of fact, I know people who have said that before, that they'll get scared uh, of the dark, that grown people that are afraid of the dark, and it's because they listen to or watch mm-hmm. things that build this fear within them. And so they're afraid if somebody comes down the street that maybe they're an axe murderer or they're, uh, you know, mm-hmm. but they've developed this fear consciousness in their lives and it bleeds into their reality. Mm-hmm. Instead of having a healthy faith that God, you know, that God is going to take care of us or he's going to provide for us, they haven't built themselves up in faith. They've built themselves up in fear, mm-hmm. which is really, it's faith in the negative that bad things are going to happen. Right. Well, can we stop that from occurring mm-hmm. if we change what we look at? Right. If we change what we listen to? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. One thing we like to do at our house is even while we're gone, we just, you know, play worship music. We we might uh, play some teaching that we like to listen to. Um, that way, and, and when we get home, it's already playing. And while I'm, you know, cooking supper, you're cooking supper, we're listening to those things. And it's just building up our faith. It's helping us to guard our heart and pay attention to what we're putting down on the inside of us. Because, you know, circumstances come all the time. The enemy's going to bring circumstances. He brings them to us all the time. And what comes out whenever those things occur is is a um, result of what you've put inside your heart, how you've guarded your heart, how you protected your heart, how you protected your ears and your eyes and those things. Um, Because when we're pouring in faith, 
instead of fear, when we're pouring right. in the Word of God, then that's what's going to come out whenever well, we need it. And, and the Scripture saying, keep your heart with all diligence. Be diligent to keep mm-hmm. your heart. Why? Because uh, understand the adversary, the devil, is on the outside. Right. If you're a believer, he can't, he can't be on the inside of you. So what he does is he applies pressure from the outside. The things that you see, the things that you hear, and what he tries to get us to do is change the things that we say. Mm-hmm. Because we'll end up lining up with whatever we're pu- allowing to come in us. So we've right. got to keep our heart mm-hmm. diligently. Yes, so that we don't have the wrong things coming out of our mouth. That's actually, uh, if you look over in Proverbs 6, uh, just go over, we're in Proverbs 4 now. If you go over to Proverbs 6, verse 2, and if you would, while I'm looking that up, sure. there's some scriptures that talk about, if you look at Proverbs 10, 11. Sure. But Proverbs 6, 2 says this. Lots of scripture in Proverbs about what we say. It says, Thou art snared with the words of your mouth, Proverbs 6, 2. You are taken with the words of your mouth. Does what you say matter? Apparently it does. Right. This one says, The mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, and his words of wisdom are a source of blessing. And wow, haven't you been around those that they have been in the presence of God? You can tell that they've been in the Word. And whenever you need an encouraging word, they're there uh, for a fountain of life. And His words of wisdom are a source of blessing. And I don't know about you, but that's what I want to be. I want to be a source of encouragement and blessing for others. I want that to be the first thing that comes out of my mouth instead of if somebody comes to me with a problem, just joining right in and saying, well, I don't you don't know what you're going to do. Wow, I've never heard of such a big problem. I don't know. You know, that just sounds terrible. I don't right. know how you're going to get through it. Instead, right. when you're pouring in faith, when you're pouring in the Word of God, you can be a source of blessing not only to yourself and your family, but to others too. Look at, uh, if you would, go to Proverbs 12, 6. I'm going to read, and I don't know if we'll get, we'll read this one first. Proverbs uh, 10, 19, still in that same chapter. We just read Proverbs 10, 11. Proverbs 10, 19 says this. It says, In the multitude of words, there one of not sin. But he that refrains his lips is wise. It says the tongue, verse 20, the tongue of the just is his choice silver, and the heart of the wicked is of little worth. Verse 21 says the lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for want of wisdom. So what we're saying has great value, mm-hmm. like silver. There's wisdom, but there could right. be foolishness mm-hmm. in, our, in our mouths. Right. We can say things or talk ourselves into problems or difficulties. They can get bigger and bigger and bigger or we can talk about our God and how big He is right. in light of our problems and when we start magnifying Him uh, that changes the whole situation, changes Amen. the whole circumstance. We'll talk more about this next week. We better we better stop. Yeah. Uh, let's pray. We're going to believe God. Uh, this week I want to encourage you. Uh, take some inventory mm-hmm. in your life. What have I been watching? What have I been listening to? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what have I been saying? Uh, is what I'm saying lining up? You'll find out oftentimes what you, if you've been listening to uh, a steady diet of uh, 
talk shows about politics. It's mm-hmm. a good chance that when you're having conversations with folks, that's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So take some personal inventory this week and consider taking some extra time in the Word of God and keeping that before you and listening to that a little more than something else. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much for giving us the ability, Lord, to be able to hear your Word, to be able to see your Word and read your Word, and Lord, to be able to change the course of our lives Mm -hmm. with what we speak uh, from our own mouths. Lord, that if we'll begin to talk differently, if we'll begin to look on different things and listen to different things. Lord, uh, our whole life could be shifted into another direction. I pray for each person that's either watching or listening today. Lord, that as they're taking personal inventory, by the Holy Spirit, you'll show them uh, things that they need to change or could tweak, Lord, to help them to walk in a greater measure of the things that you've provided for us. We give you all the praise and all the glory for it this week. Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Guys, thanks for being with us. Until next time, just keep living the abundant life. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.